You're listening to the CountryCast podcast presented by Stony Creek Brewing Company, happily served from Brantford, Connecticut. Welcome back to the CountryCast podcast, episode 10, season 2. So honestly, who knows what episode we're on. Season 2, episode 3, episode 10, episode 10 of the CountryCast with your favorite person in the world, Brandon Clay. We're back for another season of the CountryCast, and we're back with some new music news, new music that I'm in love with, that I'm very happy with on this crap show of a year already. What is it? January 9th. And I'm already sick of 2021, man. That's crazy. Uh, well, Happy New Year's. I believe I did an episode. I think it was before the New Year. I'm not too sure. Yeah, because I don't remember. When was the last episode? Who knows? During COVID, like everything is just kind of like mixed in together. You really lose your frame of time. Anyways, it's season two of the Country Cast. Numbers are doing amazing. I checked the Chartables last week, which is an app that tells you where the podcast is being ranked in the world. I think we're number three in Thailand still. You Thai, Thai people of Thailand, bro. You guys are giving me some good numbers. You guys really like the, the pod, and I appreciate that. So shout out to the people of Thailand. I wouldn't say random, but I mean, I appreciate it because I don't know anyone from Thailand. I bought this new board game too also. I'm looking at it right now. I decided one day after work I was going to go to Kohl's and walk around because that's how my 2021 has been going. Just absolute boringness. Like today, I did absolutely nothing. I, I rewatched a documentary about some music festival called the Fire Festival, and it was it was okay, but that's what my life has come to. Sitting around, playing PS5 that I have no one to play with because no one has it, which is that big new game that everyone bought, and that's it. Watching Netflix. Cobra Kai, though. I, I binged all three seasons of Cobra Kai last... I, it was actually during this past week, and I finished three seasons in about two days. That goes to show how fun this winter break is for me as a college senior. Oh, so much fun. Can't even go to dinner with anyone, bro. It's just awful. So, anyways, I bought this new game. It's called Pick Your Poison. And it was supposed to be the not safe for work edition, but it's like the kids version. It's still kind of dope, though. So, what the game is, it's you have a bunch of cards and you pull two of them. And it's basically a would you rather. You pick your poison. So, we'll do a quick mini game of that real quick. See the things that I'd rather do. It's basically a set of cards. I put two down. Would you rather do A or B? So let's do it. A or B. Would I rather never have internet access again or do a sink full of someone? And I don't like that one. Would I rather never have internet access again or have your lips always on the cusp of bleeding from being so chapped? I have a couple buddies that have problems with chapped lips and I, I've never had a problem with that. I've always had like dry lips, but I've never had chapped lips. I'm going to go with the chapped lips because imagine not having internet ever. You wouldn't be able to listen to this. I wouldn't be able to do this. Imagine no internet during COVID. Oh my God. That would, what would you do? You'd be able to do nothing. Absolutely nothing with no internet during COVID. Imagine all the books I could read <laughs> that I don't read. Okay, here we go. Would I rather have your breath always smell like tuna and onions, which I usually do because I love tuna and I love onions on my tuna. But imagine having that breath forever and it smells like even my family says, yo, come on, chill with the tuna. Or have visible farts. Oh, they're both both really, really bad. I mean, everyone farts once in a while. It happens. 
I'm going to go with the tuna bread though, because like you don't want to be in the middle of class or something. And you just got to let one go. Everyone has to let one go once in a while. You got to, whether you're at work, at school and imagine everyone's seeing that. Oh, you'd be screwed. You get kicked out. That's an interesting way to get kicked out of class. I can see your fart and get out of here. All right. So for pick your poison, we'll do one more round. It's kind of fun. I bought this game for 25 bucks. It's, it's kind of fun. Would I rather work out every day for two hours and never see any results or sing everything you say? Well, let me tell you, I would rather not sing everything I say because I can't sing. But then if I work out, I mean, working out, I guess, is good for you. My girlfriend's a, uh, she works out every day and unfortunately has extremely bigger arms than me. And I'm not proud to say that, but it's true. She sees results. Like, I don't know how. I truly don't understand how, like, her results are insane. She, you know, obviously dedicates herself to going to the gym all the time. And I haven't been to the gym, oh, my, at least two years. Yeah, my local Planet Fitness hasn't seen me in a while. They're wondering where I've been. I'm going to go with the singing one, I guess. I guess I could sing everything I say because working out kind of sucks. I don't know how, how she does it. All right, last one. We'll do one more. Pick my poison. Would I rather only be able to eat food that has been made into paste or be thrown into a bullfight with no training whatsoever. I've always wanted to be in one of those bullfights where they just kind of stand there and they just pray. And those big-ass bulls, they just run in with the, the red. Well, it's not like a matador, but, like, it's kind of freaky to see. I feel like the adrenaline rush would be insane. I'm going to go with that one just for the hell of it. I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, am I going to die? Probably not. So hope not. I mean, whatever. <sighs> All right, one more. Would I rather have irremovable nostril hairs... That extend beyond your upper lip, like, oh, like, down. That's some, I have a beard right now, and that's pretty long. I just shaved it, but, like, nostril hairs that beyond my, ooh. Imagine trying to pick up someone with that. You can't, ooh. Or find out there is a perfect clone of you that's trying to take over your life. We're talking, are we talking identity fraud? Are we talking, like, career Give me the nostril hair, bro. I don't want a clone of me. Imagine two of Brandon Clay's. You kidding me? You barely deal with one Brandon. Get the, pff, yeah, nostril hair. See you later. I kind of like that game. That's cool. All right, so that was Pick Your Poison. We'll do that next week. That was kind of fun. I bought it. It was supposed to be. I saw it on TikTok. It was, no, it's like this card game. You know, like Taboo. Remember that game back in when we were six? It's like that. But I thought it was supposed to be the not safe for work one where it's like dirty. And I was going to do it for kicking the keg, but they uh, they don't have that at Kohl's, I guess. they don't. I guess Kohl's is a family-friendly vicinity, so everything's safe for work at Kohl's, wherever you go. All right, let's get into the episode. We're talking Grammy 2021s. The big music news is the Grammys was postponed from late January to March, I believe, 16th. So uh, fact-check me if I'm wrong on that, but due to COVID, obviously, kind of crazy. You know, hosts are staying the same. Music guests are still staying the same. Nominations still staying the same, but you know, COVID man, everything's getting screwed. I, my buddy said in a group chat the other day, or it was this morning actually, we had the highest death toll since March when it was kind of peaking at its time, and that's just not good. Like honestly, really, really bad. I understand the vaccine is coming out, but man, that's that's kind of scary to think about. So be safe out there because I know a lot of people that have been getting it. And they're getting symptoms, and some people aren't. And it's just, you don't know with this whole thing. If I were to lose my taste, I don't know why this is horrible to say, but losing your taste, I feel like, would be the worst thing ever. 
And I saw on TikTok this thing where if you burn an orange and put brown sugar on it, you, you have to like burn the crap out of an orange peel, like where it has to be black. And then you mush that up and put brown sugar in it. I guess it fixes your COVID no taste symptom. And I, I see that all the time. And I'm like, I really hope this isn't me one day. And it's just, it freaks me out. And it's just so sad. So continue to stay safe. I, I feel bad because people are bored. They're getting sick. Family members are getting sick. Crap year, honestly. It's January 9th. So I hope we have a better spring for sure. The one thing that made this 2021 a little bit better before we talk about the Grammys, Morgan Wallen, out of nowhere when he announced it, his dangerous double album, 30 songs that I have to figure out how to memorize all of them by the summer. Amazing album. I've only listened to half of it, and I love it so, so much. I could definitely see this being one of the country albums of the year because of how many songs it has. Here's my favorite one that I've been listening to so far. I played it yesterday in the car, and I learned the lyrics just like that because it's a phone number. That's the chorus, 865-409, whatever it is. Here's the chorus right now to 865 of Dangerous. But this tastes like 865 Obviously very catchy. Uh, a side of Morgan Wallen we haven't really seen from If I Know Me that was released in 2018, which was his, his rookie album, and something you haven't heard from Morgan Wallen. This bottle tastes like I love it. it. It's like a ballad E version, you know, it's, it's very slowed down, melodic, and it, it's great. I love it. The other one that I really like, Sand in My Boots. Again, another ballad coming out from Morgan. Super random. I did not expect it. This He teased this one when he released it. Yeah, but now I'm dodging potholes in my sunburned Silverado like a heartbroken desperado. Very, like, not Morgany, you know? First one, right off the album. Side one, if you want to call it that. Sand in my boots, man. I love it. I heard it. I was like, what the hell? I was literally shocked in the car. So good. Highly anticipated album. It definitely delivered. Morgan, you delivered my man. Got right back on his feet. There's a song, actually. I was listening to it. It was about his, his screw-up and how he was like, bro, I don't want to go to the bar anymore. I want to settle down, write songs. And it was, you know, he really showed his true sensitive side of this this icon that we all love and know. And everyone's loving it, you know. And it, it, here's, a, here's the thing, though. People are hopping on the Morgan bandwagon, and I don't like that. I, You know me. I've loved Morgan since, oh, God. I saw him live with my buddies. I saw him with Florida Georgia Line. We have a whole thing about Florida Georgia Line coming up. I just and Morgan was opening. Here's the thing. Morgan is probably bigger than Dan and Shay now. That's, you know, arguable. And I went to this concert back when concerts were remember when concerts were a thing? Because I certainly don't. It felt like a freaking decade ago. Imagine, like I can't even think about that. There was thousands of people packed in a stadium, sitting, standing, dancing, and compact like freaking sardines. I can't even think about doing that anymore. That's that's the world we live in now. Not wearing a mask. like I feel like every time I go somewhere, I, I, it's just automatic. You put a mask on. So I went to this concert. It was 2019. It doesn't even feel like it was 2019. And here we are in 2021. It was Florida Georgia Line. The headliner of Florida. It wasn't even a co-headliner. It was Florida Georgia Line's concert. 
and the openers were Hardy. Hardy, you know, very well-known songwriter, good friend of Morgan Wallen. He has a great song called A Rock right now. It's really, really good. Morgan Wallen opened for Dan and Shay, who opened for Florida Georgia Line. That, that You could easily triple headline that right now. If anything, you could each have those sets have separate openers. All three of those are at least headliners. And my point being, Morgan, I feel like I, like I said earlier, arguably could be better than Dan and Shay right now because I'm not going to criticize Dan and Shay on a country music podcast, but I've said this in prior episodes where they're releasing similar records. Yeah, they had their Christmas thing. It was dope. I liked it. I, I forget the name of the song. It was, uh, it doesn't feel like, it literally was like, it doesn't feel like Christmas. That was the name of the song or something. And it was like, I, I liked it. It was good. They had a good run. They're a, a duo that would do Christmas stuff. Morgan is a guy that would not do Christmas stuff. My point being is since they have released the single, I should probably go to bed, which we all should probably go to bed because I'm exhausted, is that's really been it. It's been that in the It Doesn't Feel Like Christmas single. That's really it. And I feel bad. Don't get me wrong. Dan and Shay was set to go on this insane, amazing, incredible tour. Full pack stadiums. They started off in Nashville and Nissan Stadium. They were set to break records for this stadium tour. And stadium tours are very hard to book. They're hard to get as an artist. You know, never mind a country artist. You don't have a lot of stadium full blown out big stadium tours like the Garden here in Boston and Nissan Stadium down in Tennessee, the Madison Square Garden, it is very hard to accumulate to that level of artistry. And Dan and Shea was there. They were there. It was the summer. It was winter going into 2020, and they got screwed. You know, they were set to have this whole summer 20 play uh, tour, and it just didn't happen because of COVID. They were set to release new music too, and again, COVID. And that is not just them. That is just an example of how many artists have been screwed over because of COVID. Think about all the new artists that could have gone on tour with these big-name artists that didn't have the chance to to go on the road. I, the first person that comes to my head is Ingrid Andress, an up-and-coming country music artist, a female country music artist nominated for many new female artists of the year. She sings more hearts than mine. If I bring you home to mama, I guess I better. So think about her and how COVID affected her because she was a new artist on the rise going into 2020. Yes, it was early. She also released a Christmas song. It was called Christmas Always Finds Me. And it was actually pretty good. I know we're way beyond Christmas, but here's one by Ingrid. She's got that voice, you know, that, that Christmassy country voice, and it's really, really good. And yeah, I mean, that, well, this album released, the Lady Like Deluxe album released in 2020. Again, the Deluxe album. And when country artists do Deluxe albums, it's because they want to highlight songs that they want known to be out there. I just learned that actually a couple weeks ago. And one of the songs that was on the Deluxe album was Lady Like, which we talked about before, and another version of More Hearts Than Mine, which is kind of her song, you know. So again, artists like that screwed numerous amount of times. Jimmy Allen, I could think of another one. All these up-and-coming, you know, new-ish, like new, new artists that are trying to make it in town, moving to town and trying to make it like myself, minus the the singing part. 
it's screwing people left and right. And it's just so sad. And I say this all the time. It is affecting everyone from entry-level country music to top-tier Luke Combs. I wouldn't say it's affecting him that much. He's doing pretty damn well for himself. Because realistically, ultimately, the only thing that a country artist can do right now in this day and age is social media. And a lot of people in country music are taking over that. Uh, TikTok is a great example. Morgan Wallen leaking three or four of his songs on the album. And it's getting picked up by whatever influencers. And they're doing covers of it. TikTok's a big, big platform right now. And country artists are taking that over. Luke Bryan, you know, he does the pranks with with his wife and everything, Luke Combs, pretty pretty involved, Thomas Rhett, obviously big names that we all know and we've all loved and we've seen them on tour. But for these new artists that are trying to make it in the world, they're relying on platforms like TikTok and saying, hey, make my music big because I can't go on the road right now. I can't go inside a bar and play for 10 to 15 people, and it's sad. So they're resorting to TikTok, which is a very impactful platform right now. Did you know on TikTok, I got 17,000 likes on TikTok once. With that being said, country artists are getting screwed. And not just every country artist. Every artist that's trying to make it big one day. It's so hard to do it unless if you have presence on social media somehow. And if you're releasing music digitally, you know, people are still buying CDs and stuff and records, but it's everything is digital now. This podcast is digital. You can get this podcast at the snap of your fingers right now. People in Thailand are getting my podcast right now. Shout out to Thailand. It's just such a crazy feeling. You know, I've been in country radio for three years and everyone likes my sob stories. I got laid off. (laughs) I got laid off once and it's just so sad. And I just want to work in radio one day. Be big. Like I want to be Bobby Bones one day. You all know that. Three to five years ago, it probably wouldn't have been that difficult. And here I am almost going to graduate. I can't even cop an internship in Worcester. They're shooing me away. Like, I can't, Worcester's where I'm from, and I can't get anything. And that's not just me. That's everyone in this business. And the key to being successful in this business is being yourself. And that's for anything, honestly. I'm not, I don't know why I'm getting, hold on. Let me get, let me get philosophical real quick. Let's get, let's, let, let's get in our feels real quick. If you want to make it in life, you got to be yourself, bro. My friend Ben Kenny, who I once sponsored on this podcast, taught me that one exact thing. Be yourself. Be yourself, man. Wow, I'm freaking losing my mind, dude. I'm just, oh, I hate quarantine. hate COVID. I hate that I don't have a job. My frustration. I love taking it out on the podcast. but So let's go right into the episode. We haven't even started the episode. We're 20 minutes in. Grammy 2021. As you know, the 63rd annual Grammys, the Recording Academy announced that they had to move and postpone the Grammy nomination celebration, whatever you call it, the award show, from January to March 14th of this year, unfortunately and obviously because of COVID. The 63rd Grammy Awards are airing Sunday, March 14th on CBS, and we're going to talk about the nominations. 83 categories. Gee, I didn't know there was that many We're going to obviously cover the country ones, but we'll get to the big ones, the general fields, the record of the year, song of the year, album of the year, and what exactly they mean when they're nominated and when they win. So we'll go right down the line for the general fields, the big ones, the big names, the Heismans of the world. At number one, record of the year, the nominees are Black Parade, Parade, (laughs) Black Parade by Beyonce, 
Colors, Black Pumas, Rockstar by DaBaby featuring Roddy Rich. Absolute anthem by DaBaby. Probably the reason why he got big. Doja Cat, TikTok song, Say So. One of my personal favorites, Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish. This is coming off of a basic sweep of the Grammy Awards last year. Remember that picture? I'm pretty sure it's the most liked picture on Instagram right now. Is Billie Eilish, not even 18 years of age, holding seven Grammys in her arms like a baby. I mean, who wouldn't do that? Don't Start Now by Dua Lipa, of course, still playing on the radio now. Circles by Post Malone and Megan The Stallion featuring Beyonce with I'm a Savage. Classic, yeah, I don't know, dude. Listen, I've met Meg The Stallion. I like her as a person. I like her as an artist. I like what she's doing and what she means. It's just not my music. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just not my music. For TikTok, it absolutely is. And as a 21, 22-year-old kid, I'm looking at these songs and I'm thinking, wow, this absolutely sums up 2020 right here. Black Parade with Beyonce, a very big social justice movement right there during the Black Lives Matter protests. That was all about that. Very impactful song, very impactful record. Again, Rockstar, DaBaby, TikTok, Doja Cat, Say So, TikTok song. You know, everything is just all summing up 2020 right here. I'm going to go with Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish because of the producers. Phineas O'Connell, you know Phineas, a very well-known producer. Her brother, of course, written by Phineas and Billie. I think that one will win. I think Billie will have another Grammy under her belt. Number two album of the year, Ginny Aiko. He's still here with Chalambo. Okay, that's dope. Black Pumas, Black Pumas self-titled. Also another great album, Deluxe Edition, of course. Everyday Life by Coldplay. This was a, a very Coldplay-ish album. You know Coldplay and you know how they sound and what they do. Champions of the World is a great song from that record. I liked it a lot. And again, it's very Coldplay-y. Jesse Volume 3, Jacob Collier. I unfortunately don't know that one. Women in Music Part 3 by Ham. Future, Nostalgia, Dua Lipa. She won a lot of awards for that album. I think she won an American Music Award for Best Album, I believe. I could be wrong. Hollywood's Bleeding, Post Malone, released in 2019, I believe. It had to have been because Circles was playing my junior year, and that was late 2019, so I don't know how that works. And, of course, Folklore by Taylor Swift, written by a lot of people, including Taylor. I bet you it'll be Folklore just because of how impactful it was, and people loved it. And I don't see any of these other ones taking it i'm glad taylor's back i'm really happy she deserves that grammy i'll give it to taylor i really wish it was post i i believe post he has a couple grammys if not i would be very surprised i'll give it to you taylor folklore song of the year black parade again beyonce the box by roddy love it dude again 2019 song i was bumped with that christmas 2019 cardigan taylor swift that's kind of country they're considering that country because that's been on the country playlist and it was on the country billboard 100. That's a country song by Taylor Swift. Circles. Boom, 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 boom. You know, Post Malone. Don't Start Now. Dua Lipa. Everything I Wanted. Billie Eilish. I Can't Breathe. Dernst, Emile, the second, and her. I love her. Uh, R&B songwriter, singer, so good. I was introduced to her this past year along with Daniel Caesar, who if you haven't listened to, check out Daniel Caesar, bro. Something that you would not expect to like. I Can't Breathe. Her, during meal, again, social injustice movement. 
uh, Black Lives Matter protest, all of that great song. If the world was ending, Julia Michaels and J.P. Sachs. That is a sad song. And I'm shocked of how much press it picked up because I discovered, I was one of those people that discovered it way back. If that one song of the year, I'd be very, very surprised. I don't know. I, this could be anyone. I feel like this one's up for grabs for anyone. I'd like to see Black Parade take it. I'd like to see I Can't Breathe take it. I Can't Breathe is very moving and impacting. Go listen to it now if you haven't. It's absolutely very impacting. I'd like to see that one win. Or Julie Michaels and J.P. Sachs with If the World Was Ending. Again, up for grabs. Here we go. Again, staying in the general vicinity of things, we have a country artist. Best new artist, Ingrid Andrus at number one. She came out of nowhere getting Grammy nominations. She's young, too. She's probably 20. She must be my age. 22, 23. Ingrid Andrus. Phoebe Bridgers. I don't know you. Chica, I don't know you. Noah Cyrus, who I once said in this exact podcast that this was Miley Cyrus's cousin. And no, I'm going to fact check myself. They're freaking sisters in one of the songs. I got to find it. Noah Cyrus is on the phone with Billy Ray Cyrus in one of her songs. And it's a very good song, actually. I, I was bumping to it. Back in the summer. I believe it's July. Listen. No, it's not this one. Again, other great song, though. Uh, this album, released in 2020. The end of everything. It's called July. She got a good voice, too. We'll listen to it while we're here. Noah Cyrus. I've been holding my breath. I've been counting to ten. Good, you know, like, vibey. Like, I like it a lot. I need to listen to it more. Here's the thing. The Billy Ray voicemail right here. This is old dad. Billy, right, right there. Just wanted you to know you ain't alone. Keep a smile on your face. Everything's gonna be fine. Is that not Billy Ray Cyrus? Is that not? Is that not Billy Ray? It has to be. Another one that I really like that is gonna go full full circle with the country, you know, part of this podcast here is "This Is Us." She did one of the songs from Jimmy Allen's collaboration project, and here it is with "This Is Us." that I said who is this then I listened to the Billy Ray voicemail and I was like bro that's that's good and of course she was very very close with XXX Tanasio and a rapper who passed away and everyone loves him and I, I do like him a lot too and I you know of course I'm not that big into hip-hop and stuff but she's got a, a record with X who passed away so they were super tight and I think that's kind of where she took off was the X song was the Jimmy Allen collaboration and here she is now Grammy nomination for Best New Artist. Pretty cool. And Doja Cat as well. D-Smoke, Catherine Rad, I don't know you, and Meg the Stallion. Here's the thing, though. Meg the Stallion's going to win. I promise you, I can almost guarantee you, two months from now, we'll check back in. I promise you, Meg the Stallion is going to win. Uh, we can kind of cover pop. Here, here's the thing, though. Under the pop section, Best Pop Solo Performance, Oh, remember Yummy Bro by Justin Bieber? That's nominated for a Grammy. I remember this having some press back when the nominations were released a little while back. And there was a song in comparison to this one by Justin Bieber, which is from his Changes album, which I love the album. But here's the song Yummy. That's actually a good part, though. I got to go to the beginning right here. 
It was a, a lyric comparison, and the lyrics were literally yummy, 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 yummy. And it's getting nominated for a Grammy. I did not say that. Do not quote me on that. But someone was like, how the hell are you going to get Grammy nominated for saying yummy 15 times in a line? I, I remember that, and I was like, oh, jeez. So, best pop solo performance. Here are the nominees. Yummy, Justin Bieber. Say So, Doja Cat. Everything I Wanted by Billie Eilish, Don't Start Now Again, Dua Lipa, Harry Styles, with Watermelon Sugar. I liked Watermelon Sugar a lot. I was very surprised when I heard it. I was like, damn, I kind of like this record. The one song he recently released as a single on the radio, everyone's, of course, playing it. They're picking it up, and it's Harry Styles, of course, is golden. I love it, and I have never been a Harry guy and this song got me into Harry. And I'm like, what, dude? I was talking with Kristen, my friend, and we did a podcast together back in the summer, and she loves Harry Styles, and I've never been a Harry guy. All of a sudden, I hear this song, and I'm like, bro, what? Golden, bro, what? You're so golden. You're so golden. I did not expect that. It's just so bumpy. It's so catchy. Summer song, you know, and I, I wish it was released as a single later. It was released, what? When was Fine Line released? It was December 13th, 2019. And don't ask me why I know that date, but that is so random that I knew that. I would like to see Watermelon Sugar win. Of course, it was a, an absolute song of the year. Probably should be nominated for song of the year. I don't know why it's not there. And the last but not least, controversial, Cardigan by Taylor Swift. Again, it was has been in country playlists. It was in the Billboard Country Top 100. I don't know what. I don't know why you're there. I don't know what's going on. Okay, that's it for the pop stuff. I just wanted to cover that controversial part. Going right down to the country section of the Grammy Awards, set to air on March 14th of 2021. Here are the nominees for Best Country Song for the Grammy Awards. Bluebird, of course, performed and written by Miranda Lambert and others. The Bones, back in the nomination list with Marin Morris, Jimmy Roberts, Laura Veltz as songwriters. Marin Morris, of course, performing that. I love The Bones. Love the album. I was supposed to see her live and COVID. Here's another one that I really like. The High Women getting Grammy nominated. That includes Brandi Carlisle, Natalie Hembree. For those of you that don't know Brandi Carlisle, she sings The Story. You probably have heard it before. And of course, Marin Morris. Absolute iconic, nominated for a Grammy. That's pretty dope. Ingrid Andress, More Hearts Than Mine for Best Country Song, and Some People Do by Old Dominion. Written by Thomas Rhett. I didn't know that. He was part of that songwriting. That's pretty cool. And that's weird because that song, Some People Do by Old Dominion, I, I, I've heard it. Of course, you know, I love Old Dominion, but I don't think I've ever heard it on the radio. If you haven't, go check it out. And here we go for Best Country Album. Again, Ingrid Andrus. I hope she wins this one. I doubt she will. Eh, she could. Ladylike, Ingrid Andrus. Right away, that's very impressive. Your Life is a Record by Brandy Clark. Miranda Lambert with Wild Card featuring Settle Down. Nightfall, Little Big Town, and Never Will. Now, let me tell you something. This is the first time in Grammy history for the best country album to feature every female they're all female. Randy Clark, Little Big Town, Ashley, that's Ingrid. 
That is pretty cool. Ashley McBride. I love Ashley McBride. She's great. I'm going to have to give this one to Ingrid Andress because I, I just want her to succeed. And if she wins a couple Grammys under her belt her first year in country, that says something. That is a big, big step in the right direction. The one person that I think got screwed for Grammy nominations, of course, Morgan Wallen. The, the, the usuals, the Luke Holmes, the Morgans. Uh, I'm going to go with Gabby Barrett. Gabby Barrett was the third place runner-up in one of the previous American Idol seasons. And she did good. She was one of the very few country artists that made it out. Others included, you know, Carrie Underwood. And that was another guy, too. Uh, what the hell was his name? Trevor something. Look him up. Fact check me. He wrote a song and it, it, you know, hit radio and stuff. But I don't know if he's doing much right now. Gabby Barrett, I think she got screwed because she hit both parts of radio. She hit pop radio with the deluxe version of I Hope, which is, you know, like a very gritty country Gabby Barrett song. Charlie Puth came on for the deluxe version and it hit pop charts and it was in country charts for the longest time. It reached number one and she wasn't nominated. So I don't know how I feel about it. I really, really liked the record too. So I don't know what happened, but your Grammys are set for March 14th. It was supposed to be a lot earlier, but again, we're seeing everything completely different in 2021 and even in 2020. The last time we watched the Grammys, it was late January and it was the day Kobe Bryant, the world-renowned basketball player, previous NBA Laker, passed away. And I remember watching the Grammys and literally crying because they did a whole tribute to Kobe. And the irony of the Grammys last year, it was in the Staples Center. That's where it was being you know, aired. It was at the Staples Center in Los Angeles where Kobe had played for however many years. And it was so sad. I literally remember crying in my Curry College dorm, it wasn't even in my dorm, it was in my girlfriend, it was in Alex's dorm, or sweet thing, and I was like, dude, I'm crying, I was literally bawling my eyes out. So, again, a complete different stage, complete different setup from what we are expecting, and what we usually expect to see at the Grammy Awards. So I don't know how they're going to do it, I know that the CMAs were performed pretty good, they, they did good, I know there were some scares and concerns, but they did okay, it was just family and artists and nominees that were there, and it was good, in the production team. And it gave people the opportunity to actually see these new artists come to life, like Ingrid Andress. She performed More Hearts Than Mine at the CMAs, and everyone finally, I wouldn't say discovered her, but everyone kind of saw this artist finally come to life and, and show her presence on stage. And I'm like, there she is. I've known her, and she's doing her thing. And now she's nominated for a Grammy. So that's pretty cool. But again, that's it for the episode where we got 35 minutes. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go grab Starbucks coffee, even though it's... 5.30, and it's pitch blackout, but I want a Starbucks coffee. I want that TikTok one. And Alex doesn't like when I say the TikTok one because, you know, you have to go up and order it. Can I have the TikTok drink, please? Because I don't know it. I know it tastes good. I got, I bought it once on Christmas, and I don't know what's in it. So I go, can I have the TikTok drink, please, Mr. Barista? Fun fact, my roommate was also a barista from Starbucks. Still is to this day. And he, it was funny. He He's Canadian, first of all. And he was... You know, we used to go all the time when I was back in school, you know, a couple months ago. And he was like, yo, let's go to Starbucks. I'll, I'll give you a discount. I go, frick, yeah, dude. We'll go to Starbucks. Give me a good discount. Because, you know, at Starbucks, coffees are about, you know, $6. You got to take out a mortgage to get a freaking coffee at Starbucks. So we would go. And it's the funniest thing because I hope he's listening. We would go and he would, you know, buy the coffee. Be like, let me get a, you know, all the fancy crap, venti. I don't know, dude. Just give me a coffee, something good. 
he gets me this wicked good coffee and I taste it. I'm like, damn, it's so good. And the total comes out to be like, I don't know, 30 cents off, 40. <laughs> He's like, bro, I got your discount. I'm like, what's, what? <laughs> That's your discount, 30 cents? Uh, I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but I remember paying like four bucks still. And I'm like, dude, I go to Donkey's, get my $3 crap coffee down the street <laughs> and he's like you get what you pay for i'm like yeah i know so all right that's it for me i'm gonna get out of here i'll see you guys next week again this beautiful board brought to you by the chase family friggin Biddeford, maine dude i'm still shocked that i own this it's just it's such a the best gift i've ever received i'm not exact the best gift so thank you again i appreciate it and i'm getting a phone call now so that's it i'm gonna get out of here. like yeah, hold on. No, where's the, where's the boo? There's no boo. There it is. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Yep. All right, I'm out of here. I gotta take that phone call. All right, I'll see you all next week on the Country Cast episode ten. Check out the Friday picks, the new highlight of country music. When new music comes out every Friday, I will do a Friday pick of what I'm listening to. This week was Morgan Wallen and Parker McCullum. Go check out my picks on the CountryCast Twitter, and you can check out the CountryCast updates and videos on Facebook. All right, we'll see you next week.